Hey, hey, hey! Welcome once again to another super exciting episode of So Fucking Gay. Once again, uh, I am Gay Yodo YYC, sitting here solving first world gay problems one hashtag at a time. Like, hey, when you went to, uh, you spent all Saturday going to the club and hitting the floor and choking on D, and then you go to church Sunday morning and ask your pastor, hey, is this wafer carb friendly? Gluten-free. Gluten-free? I don't expect my pastor to be gluten-free. Or at least a wafer. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Okay, so hey, what we're talking about today, um, it's a follow-up from actually the weekend podcast, um, all about what it's like to be gay right now. Yeah. Because um, I hate to say that I'm not in touch with what the kids are doing and what the 411 is on the pulse of society, but... I'm an old man, so I guess I sometimes expect things to be the same way. So, um, our special guest this week, ugh, well, I can't even call him special. Hey! Uh, and not you! I was talking about my lame-ass husband. Uh, <laughs> I'm the nice one. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, be gay, Eric. Hi! Okay, there we go. Um, and also, I do have a very special guest this week. Um, his name is Josh. Hello, everybody. How's See? it going? Look at him. He's, he's super excited. He's super new and he's super fresh. He has not become bitter and jaded like the rest of me and my family and community. I'm the hot new Twinkie in this box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can Give it five years. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't crush his dreams. I can definitely say that I don't think uh, neither Eric or myself have ever known what it feels like to be the hot new Twink. No. No. I don't think I even know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll definitely try to get you out there and try. I don't Lovely. know. That, that's our mission as senior gays. Veteran to, gays? Veteran. Can we go veteran gays? I don't know, but then that's like, when did we lose a limb in the war? And what war was it? The war of MAC cosmetics? Like, is this what it was? No, bish. It was the war of Versace. Um, when did Versace have a war? Um, he's had a war on fashion for, like, ever. Okay. You could have actually... You're avenging his death, okay? okay? that's true. You could have said 98, because then that would have been believable. All right. Okay, whatever. Backtrack. Okay, so today's topic, what it's like to be gay right now. To come out as gay or to actually live as a gay man? Well, either. Both. Let's do both. Exactly. Okay, well, we've, we've got a young gay man here, so... Yeah, hi. I'm in the room. <laughs> I can make word noises. Exactly. This is how Eric and I usually converse with people in the room. It's all about us. So you're lucky if you get an, a word in edgewise. So, Josh. Yes. How do you live the big gay lifestyle? <laughs> Honestly, uh, right now, so to be completely transparent, um, I am currently 18 years old, and I'm on my year off after graduating high school. Oh, you're on your gap year. Yes, so I'm technically not the hip young high schooler that I was... <laughs> Six months ago? Six months ago, oh, okay. give or take. <clears throat> Definitely a lot more. Oh my god, 18 was like so long ago for some of us. <laughs> How do you feel being 18... And I want to ask, are you living your, you know, your true authentic self right now? Like, do you feel that you are? Um, I feel like I am for the most part. Yeah. Definitely family life. I try to keep it under wraps because, check it out, I have an entire Christian family. Woo! Yeah. Always fun. And <laughs> okay, um, well, let's, let's unpack that a bit then. Yeah. So, when you say Christian family, because... There's more than one type of Christian family, but oh, are yeah. you like the like the nuclear conservative Christian family where it's brimstone and fire? Um, not like that. Okay. So I'll just tell my entire life story. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back, kids. Um, so I a was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Far, far away. Yeah. Yes, BC actually. <laughs> And AK, it's only 18 years ago. It was not very far away. Nah. <clears throat> so, I was born to a Christian household. I have three other siblings. And so, grand family, six people in total. I am the only non-Christian one in it now. So, I lived big old Christian life for most of my life. And I'm, I'm seeing this as a musical. <laughs> that's exactly like my, Book of Mormon? Exactly, my <laughs> big old Christian life! Get the gospel singers. Let's, exactly. Let's do Jesus. it. Woo. 
<clears throat> so I only sort of really figured out I was gay when I was about 13. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was super uber mega Christian. Yep. And like Jesus was the best. I got awards for Bible quizzes. I volunteered <laughs> at the church. No joke. I have a red ribbon. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm assuming not the Kabbalah, mm-hmm. but okay. I guess. Okay. And so around 13-ish, I figured out, hey, Dick's pretty cool. <laughs> Dick's the bee's knees. And not a dude, per se, the actual dick. Just, just the appendage. Just the You appendage. don't care about the people. Definitely. He, he, you and me, we're similar. <laughs> yeah. And so from then on, I tried to be the good Christian gay. Mm-hmm. I tried to live it the best way. Tried to be good, and I went all the way up until I was, I believe, 14. Mm-hmm. And so, starting my grade 10 year, I came out to most of my friends on a slinky bus. <laughs> In that little <laughs> slinky joint, I was like, hey guys, um, I'm gay. And they're all like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> And so, like, I bet that's a big departure from what you're used uh-huh. to. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time, like, actually admitting it to someone. And then later that year, so that was, like, September, Octoberish, so very early mm-hmm. on in the school year. Then around May, I went on a church youth retreat. Uh-huh. And so it was just all the young kids, along with youth pastors, all the cool hip people, and I decided it was such a great idea, because we were all sitting around a campfire, having testimonials, talking about our Christian life, and I went up there in my pajamas, (laughs) with a big blanket wrapped around me at like 10 at night, and I'm like, hey... I'm gay to my entire youth group. Uh Uh-huh. And so the only member of my family that was there with me was my brother, Ethan. Mm Mm-hmm. Love him to bits. Ethan, if you're listening to this, I still really appreciate it. Ethan, you're amazing. Woo. And so basically after that, they literally hush ushered me out of like the area they like pulled me aside and I'm like oh this is the point at which i like get kicked out of the church and i was in tears i was crying and they're like hey if anybody talks shit about you if anybody tries to mess with you over this tell us and we will beat them up <laughs> and this was the youth pastor mm-hmm. at the time and then out of nowhere, my brother comes sprinting down the path, and I'm like, okay, I guess this is where I get murdered. And he just wraps me in the biggest hug. I start melting down fully, and it was a magical night. And so that was, like, the night before we went home mm-hmm. to my parents. Uh-huh. And so, so we all arrived together on a big bus, all the youth. On our way back, the youth pastor is like, hey, you two, being me and my brother, you two, get in my car. We're driving by ourselves. And I'm like, oh, this is where I get murdered. (laughs) There's so much murder and injury. I know, it's so violent. I'm I'm just, I'm scrawny. I have a lot of violence directed Mm -hmm, towards mm me. So we're on our way home. And youth pastor is like, hey, you got two hours to work this out. You got to tell your parents that you're gay the moment you get home. Because you don't want to hear this through the grapevine that they found out through the church. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Yeah, see, you didn't this think this is what through. I did. Yeah. I'm like, I just thought I could, like, swear everybody to secrecy, like, in the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> If anybody remembers that. <clears throat> if it didn't work for Hannah Montana, then it's not going to work for you. Aw. But I have the exact same type of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Got home, and I was sitting in the living room with my brother sitting on the chair beside me. And my parents were standing in the kitchen. It was like one of those fancy 
living room kitchen combos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you two, how's it going? How was your, like, time out there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, I came out. <laughs> that was literally the sentence I used. I was like, yeah, 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 I'm gay. <laughs> and my mother did a double take, yeah. and she's like, what? what did you say? And my dad is a very quiet, stoic man, mm-hmm. and he's just standing there like, huh, this must be a joke, right? <laughs> is this what they teach you at that Jesus camp? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just drop bombshells on people and expect <laughs> them to deal with it. <laughs> and so... Ethan took that as a cue to literally get the fuck out. He got up Mm -hmm. and ran out. Well, not necessarily ran. He kind of did, like, the little stealth tuck and roll, squat to the ground, shuffle on out. And as he screamed, thanks for the support, (laughs) as he's, like, running away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got out of there as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And so my mom and dad are left there, and they're just like, let's talk about this. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm gay. Tears started coming down my eyes again, because it's, it's really hard to do. Even mm-hmm. in today's society, coming out is still an incredibly hard thing to do, yeah. especially to the ones that you love. Exactly. Yeah. And I think everyone cries at least one time when they say mm-hmm. it, so mm-hmm. we're okay. And so my parents, I think, were in shock because they did the not-so-smart thing. They're very smart people. Mm-hmm. I think they were just in a little bit of emotional turmoil. Um, they did the not-so-smart thing of saying, oh, this is just a phase, you'll get over it, you can get through this. I ended up running out and mm-hmm. shutting myself in my room. Mm-hmm. And then they came down a little while later, we all prayed together. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so fun. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's how I came out to my family, my friends, and my church. All on the same weekend. Mm. Pretty much in the same 24 hours. Um, really. Not the friends, but yeah. That's true. Because the friends were yeah. way back on the bu- on the slinky bus. Yeah, the slinky bus mm-hmm. specifically, because we went around a corner and I'm like, hey, I'm gay. Ah! <laughs> I'm gay! <laughs> and then I grabbed the pole in the middle, did a twirl, did mm-hmm. a little flip. Perfect. I think... <laughs> Okay, I think I just have three memes going through my head. First of all, okay, so you know the the, the cartoon with the seal that actually says "gay." Yes. Oh, yeah. that one. That, that's what I'm picturing you as on the bus <laughs> when they do the thingy, and then uh, there's I think it's either a gif or a vine or something. I know I'm old. I, I still don't know what a vine is. Um, with some. Some dude dancing on the subway, and he's grabbing the yeah. pole, and he's like doing flips and kicks and whatever, whatever for his six seconds. Um, okay, I think right now we're going to just take a quick break, let that all sink in, um, everyone. This is it because I got follow up questions after. Exactly. Um, yeah, I gotta cry a little bit. I know exactly. We're going to give um, time for Josh to cry, yeah. um, and we're going to praise <laughs> Jesus a little bit. Woo! Um, and, uh, God, why do I keep doing the thing from uh, Easy A when you know when she's like. Pumping the hands. She's praising him. She's, what? what is that? I know you can't see me out there in podcast world, but she's like... It's the Jesus version of yes. jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. It's like, praise. It's raise like, the praise roof, him. Yeah. yeah, that's totally what I'm doing. Every single time he says Jesus or whatever, I'm doing the hand gesture, just so you know. So we're in a circle of trust and all that stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, right. give us, yes, give us a few seconds and we'll be right back. Praise Jesus. We're raising the roof uh, uh, on the ceiling for heaven. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. What exactly yeah. are we raising? Would that actually be pushing heaven further away? Yeah, exactly. That's like, get yeah. away from me, Jesus. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm... Gosh. Maybe it's like Jesus crowd surfing. Crowd surf the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we're lifting him up and passing him around. Woo. That's exactly what we're doing. Like the town bicycle. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, so... so. Yes, we just heard Josh's story. Right. Um, and he's got a big bear hug for me. So exactly. We're, yeah. we're and apparently Eric has got so many questions, so why don't you start off? Okay. So, well, because during the break, Josh, you said that was, like, the first time you've ever told your coming out story. 
Well, fully. Like, yeah, like fully. fully. Yeah. So, like, thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, how has your relationship with your parents changed since coming out and then running away? <laughs> um, so, my dad and I, we definitely got a really strange relationship from it because... He's a very, very stoic person. Mm -hmm. He likes to keep things reserved. He thinks to himself. And I don't hold that against him in any way. But just, I'm an extrovert. He's an introvert. And during, like, the entire follow-up week to me coming out to my parents, they wanted to go on walks in the park. (laughs) They literally took me, and only me, my little scrawny twig self, to go lift furniture to take home, just so that they could talk to me in the car on the way there. Um, yeah, so with my dad, he started coming to me, and he wanted to know what I felt. But I've never really gotten that from him. Mm -hmm. So it was very off-putting, and it threw that relationship into a downward spiral, I feel. But it's definitely gotten a lot better. Have you... Have you asked, or have you tried to ask how he felt? Because if you said you never got it from him, have you... Oh, yeah. Okay, I, just want to make did. sure that you've tried to, you know, get that conversation out and open, but if he's the one that's not giving you the answers, then... Well, that was the thing, though. He never really wanted answers from me mm-hmm. in the first place, yeah. and then as soon as I came out, he wanted to know everything, and so... That kind of threw me for a loop. Mm. And then my mother, on the other hand, she's like, oh my god, I have a gay friend! (laughs) (laughs) And so it kind of went into a phase where it was still me having my closeted mindset, like, don't show this around your family. And then, like, a few months later... I renounced Christianity, which was another really big hit to my... I'm thinking that might have been a little bit larger. Yeah, that threw, like, an actual sledgehammer through things. Mm -hmm. So, did you renounce the church, though, because their attitude toward you changed? Um, well, that's the thing. I still went to church after that, and no one ever gave me shit. No one that I knew, at least, didn't come up to me, and they were like, hey... That's not okay. Although I did have about three different times, I've had completely random people come up to me and be like, hey, F word, we all know that F word. Yeah. Um, You shouldn't be here. Get your punk ass out. And I'm like, excuse me? No, (laughs) I'm going to stay here just to mess with you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so... Surprisingly, the church didn't really have any pushback to that, okay. which is a huge thing, a huge step in progress. I feel, to, which I am agreeing with. Like yeah. when, because when you're telling the sto- when you're telling your story, um, you you were taking me down paths that I was like, okay, well, this is obviously where it's going. And I'm like, and then did, conversion therapy, yeah, and, and then like, it, yeah, then you didn't go there, and I'm like, what? The Subversion church accepted of... you? Like, I'm um, yeah. exactly because traditionally those red herrings. That's what we were throwing in there. <laughs> traditionally, the the GSD community and the church have had a very toxic yeah. relationship with mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's almost, it almost non-existent. And not, like, Britney Toxic. No. The bad kind. Yes. Yeah. Dude, like, dude, it's, dude, it's dude. literally been almost, like, on the brink of war with each other. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and it has and it has been forever. Yeah. Um, I, I was just, uh, I was impressed with the way that, um, like, your, like, your youth group and your leaders, they actually handled the situation by pulling you aside and saying, you know, it's okay, and if anyone give, gives you grief, you tell us. Versus, I, again, thought it was going to be a don't you ever say anything like this again. You can't be, you know, you can't say that you're gay and you can't be expected to everyone accept you. So, I also appreciate just with that, it was like, that was a shock to me. And it kind of, yes, does give me a little bit of hope for some Christian sex. If... (laughs) That's the CTS uh, ones. Uh, that's not the fun one, though. <laughs> no, it is not. I don't even. Just, I don't. Is there any fun Christian sex? 
I don't think there is. Well, they did give us missionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But again, yawn. Right? Eh. Yeah, it's a little boring sometimes. Um, I, do, I also appreciate that your youth pastor um, gave you the chance to come out to your family versus having the church out you to your family. Because being outed and having that voice taken away mm-hmm. is very can be very um, jarring to somebody. Yeah. I want to say that like it warms me in my heart yeah. to hear this story. Well, I know. You have I know. It's like oh mind-boggling for a lot of people to hear. But it's like you always hear that coming out is such a struggle for so many people. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it wasn't a struggle for you because I know that you still felt um, it felt awkward and it felt tough and you still had to deal with the situations that were um, you know, a little bit and you're still dealing with them if your relationship with your father still isn't the same as it used to be, something like that. Yeah. But it's not like you like you weren't kicked out and you weren't you know ostracized from the rest of your church. And, you know, it's... I just... I don't know. It somehow fills me with some kind of hope that things yeah. are changing. But I agree. It is hard, especially if you have the situation where your parents are accepting you. But you're you're stuck of how much of myself do I show my parents? Do I yeah. bring home the boy that I'm dating? Do I do I talk about guys I'm interested in? Because it's different than you know the your straight brothers who are like, man, this chick is super hot and I want to bang her. Well, maybe not that to your parents, but like I want to you know, <laughs> hey, with her. Yeah. hey mom, I've just met this like smoking hot <laughs> chick with double T's. <laughs> right. Is that what it? I don't know. I think that's kind of how it sounds. And they're all like, football. (laughs) I I do really want to hear Ethan actually say all of these things. Because I think that would be funny. On the record, Ethan is shorter than me. I'm 6'2", tall gay. Yeah. And Ethan is like 5'4", isn't he? He's so tiny. I don't actually know. He might be like 5... Let's say 5'8". I'm I'm 5'9". Wow. Yeah. Oh, well. He's 5'4". He's probably <laughs> going to hear this, so I'm not going to talk shit. <laughs> but he's just, he's so, he's... Uh, he's well, petite. He's petite. He's pocket-sized. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's like this pocket-sized, like, strawberry, gingery kind of... It's, I don't know. He's just so... Okay. So, actually, let's talk about your siblings, because you have um, five I have, siblings, right? I have three siblings. Three siblings. Are you the youngest? I'm not the youngest. Okay. I'm the second oldest. Oh, okay. So... I'll just tell everything. So, so yeah. hold on, second oldest. Isn't that just the middle child? Well, I have another middle child with me. Do the math, Terry. The math is confusing. You can do it. <laughs> okay. So, I'll so, just... so there's 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 Josh's older sibling. Yeah. There's Josh and sibling number three. So they're the middle uh-huh. children. Oh, gotcha. They you. compete for the middle child. No, the middle I child's got child. it. And then there is Young. baby Josh's sibling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how did your siblings react? Um, fun little fact for you. She steals my clothes occasionally because I have started to find that feminine side of myself, mm-hmm. picking up that lovely lady clothes, and she's just like, oh, I thought it was mine. And I'm like, oh, I'm wearing clothes that little teenage girls would wear. <laughs> and so... Okay, that... first of all, where do you find clothes that teenage girls would wear? Because you're like an Amazon. Well, honestly, I think it's a latent superpower I have. Okay. Any women's clothes I try on, I can fit perfectly. That is so random. Because there's, like, literally, what woman is 6'2", and do well, they the, they always complain that they can never find clothing for them. I can see Josh having a problem finding pants, because you look like you're all legs. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. all legs, yeah. honestly. And yeah, but like, I, can see, I can see you finding, like, a okay. myriad of shirts. I guess. Yeah. Oh, good word. It's mostly shirts. It's I can also find a good pair of ankle socks, like my <laughs> rainbow ones right now. They are. They were fierce. I was I was looking at... Those are... I thought they stopped at the ankle, but no, no, they don't. Wow. They go all the way they up. They go all the way up. Oh, why was I just like the... Um, <laughs> you just turned into a goat for no. a second. <laughs> I was... Oh, God damn. Why? Finnegan and... Look up. Look away. That's the big friendly giant. Big that's, friendly giant. Yes. No, that's not the big friendly giant. It's just the friendly, the friendly giant. giant. Yes. There we go. There we go. Fun. So, and Josh is like, "The fuck are you talking?" I uh, know. My God, sorry. That was like. Well, way I did have Mister Dress Up mm-hmm. as a kid. Okay. Yeah. Good. I don't feel so bad. But I think the friendly giant went off the air when I was a kid. Probably. Yeah. K 
Casey and Finnegan. That's who it was. Heck if we know. We're yeah. not fact-checking this. <laughs> Just let me get on the wiki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am in a Christian household, and that comes with, like, the nice conservative way of dressing. Everybody dresses nicely in our house. We try to keep it at least hoodies at riskiest. I wear women's clothes sometimes, mm-hmm. but only outside the house. She's getting into the makeup, ripped jeans, boots with the fur, I guess. <laughs> um, she does keep it low. Please don't tell that, say that about my grade seven little sister. <laughs> please no. <clears throat> but yeah. You, wait, um, I want to go back. Yeah. You said you had renounced... Christianity. When you renounced Christianity. Did you feel that that was something that you had to do as a person? Because of it conflicted with your like sexuality? Or was it something that you wanted to do... For other reasons, just because. So, I'll just clear the water right now. So, me renouncing Christianity doesn't really have anything to do with me coming out as gay. That was more so just, it came after the fact, because I came out, and then I'm like, oh, if it went this well with saying that I'm gay, maybe now I can say I'm not Christian really anymore. And so... Then one thing flew into another. That sort of happened. But I won't get into the nitty-gritty of why I renounced Christianity, but definitely the way that, like, the LGBT community were treated by, like, the church, that definitely played a part in it. Which I can which I can totally... I can appreciate. Because <laughs> um, I think what I was hearing... Because you had the whole... Um, you know what? They're not doing bad things to me, but I know that they. Uh, this is not the majority of views that the entire yeah. church holds, right? Yeah. So, it's like I can't be part of even if it's any anything like a, a political party or anything like that. You can't be a part of the whole. Yeah. Even though you feel welcomed and accepted by the minority Mm -hmm. right so you could have you know chosen to walk away from christianity for a million different reasons tons and tons right like there's so much wrong with it um they won't let me eat pork i just want bacon please yeah so i just find it interesting that the it the the timing coincided with yeah and it actually does make sense because i would i for the majority of I'm the same way. Like I was, you know, I was baptized Catholic and all that stuff. What? I know. Wow. I know. Um, I never went to church. It was we. My family was not a big churchy doodad kind of thing. But he's yeah. doing hand motions for those of you at home. That's what I do. Um, and literally, I think I've been to church like seven times in my entire life. Two were funerals, three were weddings, and it was like that was it. That's only five. And then two what other were the time. other two? <laughs> yeah, right? For church. Uh, my baptism and then probably something else. Okay. So uh, I just I never really saw the point in it, but um, it was never like forced upon in our family, so I never had to make the decision to be atheist or agnostic or anything like that. Yeah. It kind of just happened. I just never had to renounce religion. I just never had it. So just hearing someone who actually had to make the decision to walk away from it, whereas I just never... You know, I just kept on walking. <laughs> was it more liberating for you to walk away from the church or to actually come out as gay? You know, I've never actually had to weigh that on myself, so I'd have to say coming out as non-Christian. Okay. Because... <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I can be gay all I want, but that just being Christian in general, I feel that would stop me from doing the nasty a lot more. Because even if I was straight, I wouldn't be able to get it on with anybody else. Until you're married. Yeah. Into, well, uh, unless you do some confessionals or something like yeah. that. Like, I don't know what... Bang the priest in the confession booth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did not suggest such a thing. And then say five Hail Marys. Exactly. Holy, holy, Hail Marys? Hail Marys. Yeah. 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 Praise him. Raise the roof. <laughs> I never understood it because, yes, um, Christianity for... Uh, a lot of it says a lot of things, but then doesn't do the same thing that it says they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yes, it's a lot of double speak. Yeah. Very 1984. I didn't know you were so literate. <laughs> right? As he's st- sitting beside all my books. I know, right? I know. For those of you at home, there are only two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have don't, po- don't believe me. I have posted the pics on my Insta. They know there is at least five books. Uh. I know. You are lying, young man. Um, okay, so we've discussed his... Family life. Family life. His coming out and Josh's escape from the stronghold of Christianity. Oh, wow. Just saying, nah, thanks, dog. (laughs) Well, actually, that's not true. My parents still force me to go to church every Sunday. Do you still have to go? Okay, I literally just sit in the, like, lobby in a big comfy chair and just crochet for, like, an hour and a half. And then I typically go to work. It's just, like... It was some rule that my parents put in place because they're like, okay, gonna be honest here, you can be not Christian, we just want to show you off and prove that you exist with your church family. I guess, That's but... so hypocritical. Well, I, I don't know, I don't mean to pass judgment on your family, but I kind of mean to pass judgment on your family. But I, 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 you're 18. Yeah, well... Adult it up. Go ahead, pass judgment. <laughs> I, I can, I can defend them... As strongly as I can, he says, popping out a lawn chair and just lying down. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Bring it on! Um, I just, it, 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 what I'm seeing is, as long as your parents aren't dragging you and being like, don't be who you are and don't say things and don't, you know, try to get the family in trouble kind of thing. But if they're just bringing you to show up and not even take part... To present an image in is what it the, is actual ceremony of religion it just well i do have like good conversations with people like as they're coming in or out of the lobby well i also just sit in the lobby and people come in and out and they're like oh hey how's it going how's life and it is super sweet i've met so many old ladies (laughs) it's honestly as they're on their way to the bathroom yes literally though Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we know old ladies in their bladders yeah Speaking of old ladies in their bladders, uh, I think it's about time for another break because you gotta pee. I really gotta pee. Um, so let's give a second. Um, everyone, uh, grab your grinders because I'm sure we'll be getting messages. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna be talking about Josh's dating life when we come back. Ooh, what is that oh, awkward? <laughs> uh, okay, so just give us a second, and we will be right back. Oh, we're back! Oh my Jesus! Oh my God! Dating I know. Uh, I had to install Grinder on Josh's phone because he didn't even know what it was. Well, I actually did have a Grinder, and I'll explain that in the story because <laughs> oh, diggity dog, that uh-huh. is bad. I, it is terrible if you're not ready for it. Um, again, everyone knows that, that literally I like beta tested Grinder, so I've been wow. here since its inception. Um, Although according to Google Play, I've also beta tested Grinder oh, randomly. Really? You oh. whore! You were such a slut back then. <gasps> Terry! Okay. I know, it's terrible. And that's different from today, how? It is not. He is still a slut. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> yeah, just so you know, we're in an open marriage. <sighs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's... I... Terry <laughs> I, I'm just sure... talks so much about it. Yada, yada. I get so much dick. Exactly. Yeah. So much dick to be had. Just for those who don't know... Terry is my former boss, <laughs> so that's our relationship. Yeah, that is how I actually met Josh, is that I employed him, so it was, uh, it was he's, quite... He's my dog. Power. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was not. Um, I actually saw this fledgling, I, I could tell, the fledgling gay when he the came in. The way I waddled. No! You uh, you actually came in and we were like, well, what, part, what, what areas of the store do you want to work in? And you labeled cosmetics. I was like... <laughs> Hired. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. It's like you, uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's how you got in. So, uh, oh, right? It had absolutely nothing to do with who you are or any of your skill set. So, <laughs> it's uh, how the game mafia works. Great to know. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. I'm kidding, people uh, out there in the HR world. Um, um, we're not going to tell you our company just for secrecy exactly. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> we scarred him enough with his, asking about his dating life, but if you were dating, 
Because apparently you're not. Um, are you okay? Are you actively not dating, or are you just not actively dating? So, let's go on another tangent on this <laughs> magical carpet ride we have going. So Thank God I got that wax. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so, in high school, I only ever had... So, let me just clarify. I have only ever been in one relationship. Mm-hmm. One dating relationship. And it was with a girl. Ew. I know. God, Sorry. I'm a fake. You're going to flame me on know, it's Twitter. Okay. You were in high school. You had to experiment. Yeah. That was actually yeah. in middle school, and okay. it was at summer camp, to okay. just okay. correct you. <laughs> so I want to even say it's like a May-December romance, but that's not right. Cause, See, I, yeah. all I hear is this one time at band camp. Yeah, that's exactly but, it. Basically. Where's that flute going? <laughs> Shove that tuba <laughs> right where it is. Exactly. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, that's trouble. <laughs> No, not on the mic. <laughs> so yeah, um, in actual high school, so I didn't have really a crush on anyone. This started like, this story starts around like grade 11, started mm-hmm. grade 11. I was chatting with my BFF uh-huh. on the bus. Her name is Connell. Shout out to you, Connell. Love you. Um, so we were sitting on the bus and she's like, so you finding anybody? You in the dating pool yet? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really see anybody. I knew my type at the time. Taller than me, which is... Impossible. Impossible, basically. And I can go for a little bit of chub, a little bit of muscle. That's my perfect body type. And so we were running down a list of hot dudes in school. Pretty big school. And she's like, oh, hey... How about, like, this dude? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll keep his name secret just because how things worked out. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, how about this dude? And, like, I knew of him. Mm -hmm. He was really, really sexy. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. He was a tall Romanian dude. A little bit of muscle, a little bit of chub. Mm -hmm. Perfect body. Great personality. And I'm like, oh... If only, it's a shame he's not gay. And she's like, he is. And (laughs) I literally just spun around to her and I'm like, bitch, what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, he's gay. And I don't know what happened then, but my mind went into gotta get this man. Yeah, yeah. That's as it should be. Yeah. And so plenty of terrible decisions later like few months later i figured out i was an accidental stalker oh my god it was horrible he like knew (laughs) the only thing about me he knew was that i had a crush on him and that we basically had the same friend group pool Mm -hmm. but we didn't like interact yeah i even joined the goddamn honor society for him (laughs) Like, I bumped Ugh, my grades. the grace. things we do for dick. Ugh. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I pursued him, asked him out on Valentine's Day of all days in the worst possible way. I chucked my number at him. I was like, call me! And I booked it out. <laughs> and so, <laughs> that's not the end of it. So, in, like, the but ten wait, minutes after no me being like, call me! I ran to my friend group in the cafeteria. He was in the library at the time. And I'm like, oh my god, I just did it. Woohoo. And I looked down at my phone. Missed call. Because he called me immediately, thinking it was probably an emergency. (laughs) And so that fucked up everything. And so I called him back. And he's like, hey, you're really sweet. Gotta admit. But I have school, I'm going into a really, like, unique field, can't have time for a boy. And I'm like, ah, man, that really hurts. First rejection, what a shame. And then it just kind of faded back into me, like, oh, I sense a presence behind me. Turn around, oh, it's him. So, yeah, that lasted all throughout high school. Didn't really have eyes for anyone else. Aside from my really good friend, Chris. Sadly, he's straight. He 
He's taller than me. <laughs> Muscly. He's a dreamboat. Lovely personality. But he's like, hey, I don't like you that way. And I'm like, fine. Can I at least, like, crawl on you? And he's like, go ahead. <laughs> Damn you, perfect straight boys that are untainable. Oh, I loved him. I loved him so. Mm. But yeah. And right now, just because I got that work life going, mm-hmm. gonna go to art school. Yay! Woo! I'm sure you'll meet plenty of gays at art school. Apparently one of the biggest complaints is there isn't enough straight people, so <laughs> I'm not gonna have a school. difficult time. Yeah. But yeah, I've just kind of kept myself out of the dating pool. I do have a Tinder, which is currently shut down because I don't have a good profile pic. Why don't you just take a good pic? Because I, I need, like, somebody to hold the camera, and I'm lonely. I'm joking. <laughs> it's just, I don't have a good profile pic, and I'm not really in the mood to date. All right, so. I get it. Um, I, and, and I'm not going to say it's all about dating, but sometimes it is good to make those connections. That way when oh yeah you start the dating, you're not so awkward when you, when you feel it. Um, oh, yeah. You're not going to turn into the, the Saturday stalker. stalker. Oh, exactly. My That's my biggest regret in high school. Right? But you've learned from that, so you know what not to do. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, again, I'm the worst to try to give dating advice because. You're gay Yoda, YYC. Uh, I know. Because uh, uh, I've had him trapped in marriage for five years. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but even before that, I didn't date. I kind of just, like. Slept around. Yeah, I, I was always on the hunt, but I was never on the hunt for, like, a dick. Yeah, man. Yes. You want something attached to that dick. You don't You Sometimes. don't buy an I, I get pig. the cow for free. You don't buy is. an entire pig just for the bacon. <laughs> can't, but you can't, you just, like, rent the bacon? But no, because you can't, you don't give the bacon back. No. Oh, no. No, mm-mm. Anywho. This is a bad analogy. It is, exactly. Any analogy where there's meat from an animal, it's, uh... <laughs> Pretty much, it only goes one way. This is how Terry comes out that he's vegan. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Oh, Lord. You don't get a body like this points to self from <laughs> plant matter. I don't think... I don't think you see any fat vegans. Like, is, there, is no, that even a thing? because they're starving. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Obviously, I'm no not starving. Food. I might be starving for emotional support, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, was that my outdoor? <laughs> yes, that, okay. was, that was your outside. <laughs> um, I think I want to tell Josh, as Gayota. Oh my god! You need to just get yourself out there. I know. Even if you don't want to do it, have your Tinder. <laughs> you can't have scruff because no way. <laughs> I had. You, ooh. You don't fit the scruff profile. I'm sorry. Get your grinder. But oh, no, but he kind of does. I guess okay. everyone can be on scruff nowadays. I can't even judge. Let yeah. me Jeez. let me tell e- e- you. Even if it's just a chat, because I know everyone's like, oh, I'm going on there to like look for some D or look to find love, and honestly, just go on to chat. Yeah. Well, I'm about to drop my super hot uh, grinder story now. Oh lord! I did have a grinder mm-hmm. for a total of three mm-hmm. hours. <laughs> so. How it went down was, so, like, a few weeks after my 18th birthday, my friend... Now that you're legal and you can use it. Yeah, 10 Big winks. I'm like, (laughs) woo, I can get dick now. Yep. (laughs) And so... And not have them go to jail. Yeah, well, jailbait. Mm, Yeah, but you don't go to jail if you're underage and have sex with older people. Definitely. Mm, Just saying. Yeah. Um, so, my BFF... Love love you, Victoria. I'm just doing shout-outs. That's you only, are! That's the only reason why I'm actually I know. Here. Like, so, literally, I'm going to have to, like, tag so many people in this podcast <laughs> because everyone's going to be in it. Woo! Sheesh. Yeah, so... The entire graduating class of 2017? <laughs> uh, 2018. Oh, God, yes. Yay. Lord, Beaver, bro. 2019. Oh, my God, I'm so depressed. So, yeah, she took me out to lunch, got me my first ever drink, Curse You... She got me a Long Island iced tea that tasted like <laughs> cherry coke and rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yes, it really does. It's yeah. my first ever drink, and I'm like, Vic, what is this? And then... <laughs> is this what adult tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and regret. 
I think my hairline is receding. <laughs> Where did my life go? Is this a mortgage? <laughs> Why do I have a wife and two kids? Oh my god. But yeah, so after that horrible experience, I went to her house with a big comfy carpet. We laid down and we're like, what should we do? And I'm like, I'm going to get a grinder. And got a grinder. Mm-hmm. And we just started scrolling through profile pics. Because, going to be honest, I'm a shallow fuckface. <laughs> I was just really going through there to take a look at the gays in my area. Not mm-hmm. really looking so for... torsos, that's all you want. Basically. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to check out, hey, are there actually hot people in Calgary? And so I was scrolling through, and we're like, gonna be honest, we were like snickering a little bit. We were being absolute terrible people. Won't get into that. (laughs) You were being just bitches. We were being, we were being mean girls. We're like, Mm -hmm. ooh, look at him. He only has a six pack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm expecting a deep eight. Yeah. Yeah, so we were scrolling through, found a profile. Um, He was pretty cute. And, like, I went for it, he responded, and we, like, chatted a little bit, and so, at that point, like, we chatted a little bit, I turned off Grinder for a little bit, because we both were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, shit happened, um, Vic loves to ride horses, and I found out that I am horribly allergic to horses. <laughs> so... I was a sniveling pile of disgust by the end of that day, and so I went home, took a shower, got all pretty, and I checked my phone, and he's like, hey, send me a face pic. Uh-huh. And, like, I was looking at his profile, and his profile picture was him, like, in a poorly lit room, standing beside what looked like a laundry hamper full of dirty laundry. Classic. With just his shirt pulled up showing off his six pack. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just send him a face pic of myself. And I took a picture and he blocked me. Oh. What a douche. And so I'm like, that is the end of Grinder oh, for now. See, see, and that's the problem. First of all, there's assholes on Grinder that's going to do that. So, yes, I'm calling out y'all assholes. Well, I just <laughs> admit I was going to be that asshole, potentially. I, know, I wouldn't have done that. But, bad. exactly. I don't see that's just it. I don't think you would ever would have done that. You would have been <coughs> like, mm, no thanks. Although, you are. Or, mm, clean your room. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do your fucking laundry. Why? Why are there so many rags in there? <laughs> exactly. No wonder you're on grinder. Yeah, right? It's like uh, it's definitely needed for some of them. And I think that they forget like if you're going after like a 21 to a 23 to a 24 that kind of range and they've been on grinder for 3 4 years already, they forget what it's like. So yeah, they mm-hmm. can Yeah. But it just that's why I if someone talks to me on grinder, I will always talk to them. Whatever. I've literally, I think, ever blocked four people in my life. And it's only because they were complete idiots. I block, like, I, I try to only block people if they get really creepy with me. Yeah. Like, if they're not taking the hint that, like, we can be friends, but that's, like, the honest extent it's going to go, and, mm-hmm. and they start getting creepy, then I'm like, uh, yeah, sorry, bye. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. And again, this brings up a whole slew of other issues about the gay community, mm-hmm. about how it's very like, you know, right now oriented, and if you're not going to like it, I don't care, I don't really need to talk to you as friends, and Although, whatever, whatever. Actually, that's a lot, because I did block one guy in defending your honor, so. You know what, that's really yeah. chivalrous. Wow. That's like, yeah, it, you, it's the new putting down of a coat over a pond. You do realize that chivalry is like 90% sword fighting etiquette? <laughs> well, Just, I mean. He doesn't know how to sword fight as well. Take your fedora off. Mister. Is that... Oh. Yeah. Shazam. So. Shazam. Oh, wait, that's not, that's not the right Jesus. word. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. so, so I was talking to this guy, and he was like all into me, and he's like, I see you're in an open relationship. I'm like, yeah. He's like, send me a picture of your man. So I sent some... I sent a picture of us at Pride like three years ago. And um, he's like, oh, he's not my type. And I'm like, how is he not your type? Because my husband and I have a... We were built similarly. Like, we are both bears. Air quotes. Um, and so I'm like, how is it that I'm your type? 
but he's not your type because he and I look like body wise the exact same. So I'm like, that's fine, block. <laughs> Whatever. First of all, I am I'm touched deeply on the inside that you would do something Deep like in that. There. Yes, like I'm talking like to the elbow. Yes. Whoa. <clears throat> and so it, it re- he really gets me. Um, Actually, it's more like. <laughs> He karate chops his shoulder. Other side, yeah. <clears throat> we need to close captions. I, uh, right? Uh, or I need to just start doing this on YouTube so people can actually see us while we're <laughs> right. conversing, but then Thank that'll just be like... God, oh, we don't you know. have a camera in here. I know, right? <clears throat> um, I rarely show my husband in public. I think because I've I've lived with it so long, I am used to it and I know exactly what it is. I would hate to be the person who has to come in while... It's like merging onto Deerfoot. And I got sideswiped into the ditch. <laughs> right? And that's exactly it. Like, so I'm, I take Deerfoot, I take it all the way from the start of it on the outside of the city, because that's what it's been like. So I've been driving on Deerfoot for 10 long years, and now you're coming on and trying to merge with all the gay traffic that's coming on there, and that's exactly what it is. You, you got cut off, you didn't let, you didn't get in, yeah, now you're in a ditch. To put it simply, I got pounded. <laughs> and not, not the, the way he was looking for. <laughs> not in the best way. Exactly. So, um, what I want to say is to my dear... Dear gay listeners out there, stop the fuckery. Nice to meet you gays. Exactly. Stop blocking Josh. And if I can also interject, hey, new gays who are like me, who just got, like, blocked randomly, there is a second chance. Like, honestly, the only reason why I kept out of it is because I realized I didn't really want any of that going on in my life. Even being on grinder for about three hours i was starting to like rethink my thing Mm -hmm. of like oh my god i'm still a virgin i can't just have a one night fling just in my own personal morals Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm staying out of the dating pool but if you're young and hip and you got it go for it get that dick get that vagina if you're a lesbian or just anyone who wants to go for ladies, honestly. <laughs> for ladies. Go for whatever you want. Just don't be like me if you don't want to be. It's that simple. <laughs> um, okay. This has been my TED Talk. That is, yeah, that was a good PSA. Um, now, are you... In your gap year, are you still... Is that... you going to take the whole thing off from romance... Is that what you're kind of going to do? or like, um, I just don't want to see you take also, that opportunity away from you. Can I also interject? He's 18. I know. But I'm so young, I but, know, like, but right, it'll slip away so quickly. But right now is when you should be doing all of your stupid things. Uh, right? I'm, I'm, more like, I'm more like, you don't need to fall in love and get married, but I'm like... Maybe go get some D. But he does not... <laughs> I've already been to the Texas Lounge. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I just... Wait, I do, he doesn't... Texas Lounge or Goliath? Texas Lounge. He I know of right. Goliath. <laughs> Wait. Don't is, go left. So is Goliath just left of Texas Yes. Lounge? So you know when you go in and there's that bar there? I didn't like, like know the, the, it was the, that the, You were so close. You know the railing? So you, yeah. go right, you go into the lounge if you go straight ahead. Th- that's that's Goliath. You like get all your stuff. You go in. Is you go through the back door. And the VIP section? No, it's not a VIP oh. section. That is the bathhouse right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. in case anyone didn't know, that is the bathhouse in Calgary. I did manage yes. to sweet talk my way into the VIP section of okay. Texas Lounge. I don't Just, think you had to sweet talk very much because you were young and you were pretty. Uh, you probably got in there really easily. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. You didn't have to work hard, although I'm sure it felt really good that you had to feel like you needed to. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. But uh, if you are going to go explore that, don't go alone. Yeah, definitely. Um, so about the dating pool sort of thing, um, I'm just going to stay out until I get into college because okay. right now, I am basically just working all the time so it wouldn't be very fair to a significant other especially because right now just kind of the age i'm at people are either in school Mm -hmm. they're working or they are hopelessly unemployed and i don't (laughs) want to get dragged down with that okay um you can 
be 18 and hopelessly unemployed. Oh, yeah. You're 18, you can still live with your parents. Yep. You're 18, you can still not know what you want to do with your life. Okay, so you should be out there and enjoying your youth and doing the things that are making you happy because I think we just found out that you'd actually never been to the real gay bar in Calgary. <sighs> Texas Lounge. You you were pretty, but I still want to go to Twisted yeah. one day. Which, uh, Texas Lounge is kind of like the hangout for the gays, whereas Twisted is the bar for gays in Calgary. Yeah. I, I think we're both running... Like, we were all running through scenarios. A, a nightmare situation where we would have to bring Josh. I would call them my daddy. <laughs> yes, and it would be wrong on so many levels, but also would, funny. Because we're both old enough to be his dad. Exactly. That's, the that's, that's the, yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. I just, uh, I, I, th- I think it would be fun because, again, I haven't been there in so long because it's just not my scene. You can do your hair all night. I can be all purdy for one for one night of the year. Those assless chaps again. God, and oh can, my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole lot of assless <laughs> going on. Um, and any reason to break up my heels, I'm a um, this is a good reason. True. Should I bring mine as well? We uh, no, because you're already Aww. six foot like ten. So no, nothing else. Let the boy have his heels. I'll slam my head into so many door frames, exactly. but I'll be glamorous. <laughs> Glamorous while I do it, damn it. Oh, God. I can imagine, like, the the stairs going down to, like, the bathrooms in heels, because those things are a nightmare. Why would they have stairs to the bathroom? Oh, because you got the main floor and then everything's on the bottom. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So you got, like, the main dance floor upstairs and a couple of the bars. And then you go downstairs and there's the bathrooms and then some, like, lounge thing in the back corner. Welcome to the Gay Bar Podcast, where we discuss our favorite gay bars. (laughs) And we don't have an option, because there's only one in Calgary. Exactly. So there's the layout. Have fun, kids. So I think I just want to uh, wrap this podcast up with um, going way back. There's my uh, (coughs) friendly giant. Hello, ghost. It was friendly giant? Yeah, okay. I can't remember anymore. It's back to when Josh was uh, back in school. Because I know Eric and I had talked about it, and we had issues uh, with being the quote-unquote gay kids mm-hmm. in school. Now, I'm assuming your school was not the same situation as what we had. Honestly, it was so big that if you didn't like somebody, you could literally just be like, I don't like that person, not going to see them, and you would never see them again. Yeah. You could just distance yourself from literally anybody. And that was, I think, the best part of me coming out mm-hmm. because I was just dropped into such a good environment mm-hmm. to have it happen. See, and I think that is at least a positive of a lot of the stuff that's going on now. <coughs> Back in my day, there we go. I just I had to yeah, say it yeah, so to everyone throw one in, yeah. so everyone knew how old I was. Ding. <clears throat> right, exactly. Put it on chalkboard. Yeah, it was it was terrifying to come out. Like you wouldn't do that. Like you just don't do it. And I still didn't come out until my mid twenties. Although ridiculous. Like come on, people who didn't know. But for you coming out when you were fourteen, thirteen, give or take fourteen, fifteen, thirteen. Yeah, honestly. Who cares? Pretend. Mid teens. Yeah, mid teens. Yes. High school. Do you the came math. out in high school. I'm eighteen. July 24th, <laughs> and I graduated 2018. So there you go. Do the math. I was that many. Exactly. Now you have all the information you need on him to steal his identity. Track me down. <laughs> Honestly. Be that stalker. It won't be an identity that you want. <laughs> so while you're in school, it was a positive situation. Like, were you able to converse? Like, with other, again, other, quote-unquote, the gays? Because... Look... Well, Back in our day, we didn't like glom and hang around together. Well, back in my back in my day, back in my day, back in my day, um, I was the only out kid in school, exactly. and there was like one or two that were maybe closeted, but like I never knew about them till after high school. They were fucking in the janitor's closet. <laughs> no, the locker room. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's like awkward positions, I guess. Um, I get probably more awkward in the janitor's closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least you got brooms. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was supposed to say so did Jeffrey Dahmer, but I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Definitely a different podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Going not back. Gonna, not going to Josh, Yeah. So 
For those of you who are listening and used to go to Beaverbrook, you might remember me as the tall, lanky, gay one <laughs> that all the other gays just kind of formed to, I guess. So, obviously, I'm not the, like, head of the entire gay household in there. There were people, like, super nice hot boy I was talking about. He didn't, like, he wasn't part of my gay section, but I was an art student. I hung out with the drama kids, and I was super, like, flaunty with it, I would say, in a term, I guess. So people would come to me and be like, hey, you're gay, right? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, I'm bi, I'm lesbian, I'm gay, I'm trans, I'm what have you, I'm a furry. I've had that multiple times. <laughs> and they're like, so I don't want to tell anybody else. I don't want to tell my parents because I'm afraid. What kind of advice would you have? And first time that happened to me, my jaw hit the floor because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, hi there, Mr. Grade 12. I'm a grade 10 and I only came out like three to four months ago. But but I've got all of these life lessons that I can give you now. I have a small herd building around <laughs> me. What should I do? And so I put on my best fluff and filler voice and I was like, be yourself, child. <laughs> and it turned out well for him. I'm Literally what I'm picturing right now is um, <laughs> Josh pulling a sex education in his, like, in his high school. So, yeah, you get all these, like, you get the random drop, you're like, hey, I think I'm gay. So he's totally doing the the sex ed bit see, in that. confessional where it's like, forgive me, Father, I am gay. <laughs> that too. Yeah, it actually was in gender... No. <laughs> so that was kind of my first taste of being big gay. Mm -hmm. And after that, it just kind of started building up. And so... I had random people, I had incredibly close friends, I had just so many walks of life coming to me, and I had no clue how to handle it. Well, I'm with you on that one because, as my moniker says, I'm Gay Yoda. But it's only because a lot of the times I had the same situations that you had, but mine were um, a lot of the times online or through apps like Grinder and scruff and everything like that where people would just they apparently see me as a friendly face and uh who could ever do that right i know again i'm the nice one he is the nice one I, I i will get that but at least i do think i give good advice like if people ask me questions i can usually think through it and i can we can kind of follow a plan and but i do the same thing you do i just reiterate the things that they already know within themselves, but they just had to hear it from somebody well, else. Yeah, because sometimes it, it, it's helpful to hear it from somebody who is yeah. a complete outsider. Yeah. yeah. And and that has quote-unquote wisdom. So, I think we're going to wrap it all up. Thank you so much, Josh, for coming on. No it problem. It's a blast. Uh, if people want to ask you questions, because um, if they think I'm just way too old to ask questions now, um, but if they want to be hip and in with the new crowd, um, how do they get to you? Can they get to you on the tweets, on the instas, on all that goodness? So, I'm just going to chuck it out. I do have a Twitter and an Instagram. I've never posted on either. <laughs> so, if you do come to me, I will go back to you. Just... Don't look to me for any news. Stay with Gay Yoda YYC. He's your best option. What a option. great plug. Wow. Um, but if you want to find me, I am at Not a Dragon. And if you find a pic on Instagram where the profile is like a weird dragon thing wiping his brow like he saw something hot, that's me. <laughs> so just say hi. <clears throat> uh, all right. And of course, uh, with us rounding up the trio was my husband um, at Captain Nerd eighty seven. Yeah. Um, again, what will they see on your Insta and Twitter feeds? Uh, I, I think the last like month has just been. 
pics of the cats and the dogs. Mm-hmm. Puppy photos. That's pretty much all we get. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, of course, I am, as always, at GayYodoYYC on the tweets and the instas. Also, at SofaKingGay on the tweets and the instas as well. We are members of the Parade Social Circle here in YYC. And I think that is all we're going to do. We're going to get on up. We're going to drag Josh kicking and screaming to the nearest gay bar and just let him loose. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to the, if you've, God forbid, gotten the whole way through this podcast uh. and um, have wanting to leave a comment or rate, subscribe, comment, like, am I missing anything else? Yeah. I don't know. Ring that bell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get low like his sister. Um, Please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh. I just can't help it. Um, punch that V card and... I had one more hashtag. What was I? What was my last hashtag? I couldn't remember. Given good, Given good pod. pod. Given good pod. Woo! Woo! See, this is why I keep the youngins around. They keep me fresh, yo. Um, fresh as an old head of lettuce. Exactly. Might be slimy on the outside, but it's still good on the Whoa. outside. <laughs> Stop okay, it! Cut it, it up. Cut it. On it. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's all I got. So what do I, what I, what do I have left? Cheers, sluts. Bye.